Welcome to the podcast, Golden Gods and Goddesses. Welcome to Rumham and Wildcards, breaking records and eating chicken parts since 2020 here on this podcast. This is the only It's Always Sunny podcast that's going episode by episode, ranking every adventure that the gang has been on. My name is Brayden, and I'm here in the room today with two co-hosts. Normally, we got three. What's up, y'all? Hey. That's Donnie and Adam. Both of them, uh, <laughs> yeah, normally you introduce us. Yeah, I don't know. I guess here, let's do the traditional. Like, we got Donnie. What's up, y'all? We got Adam. Hi. I feel like I'm introducing <laughs> you guys on a game welcome. show. Welcome. I thought we were on a welcome game show. Welcome to my podcast. This is Adam. He's 24. He's from New Jersey, and uh, he likes long walks on the beach while... Uh, I hate the fucking beach. No, <laughs> this blind date is over. <laughs> Next. So, uh, yeah, thank you for joining us here on the podcast. We, uh, like I said, we're going episode by episode talking about every episode of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia in detail. Today we are talking about season three, episode 11. Dennis looks like a registered sex offender. We got an interesting episode for you guys today. But first, Twitter and Instagram at Always Sunny Pod. That is where you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Always Sunny Pod. Go to solo.to slash rumham to find all the links to listen to the podcast, the list of lists, which is every episode we have done so far ranked. Uh, our merch store is there and our, our aforementioned social media. That's solo.to slash rumham to uh, do all the links to listen to us. Wildcard crew listener of the episode, my little brother Logan turned 21 this is the first episode that we've recorded uh since he turned 21 but not the first episode that's released since he's turned 21 but i'm giving him a shout out anyways so love you logan happy 21st birthday and uh shout out to linton on instagram for their incredible uh trash man drawing they shared it with us on uh twitter and instagram and it was wonderful it's great stuff so um yes if you want to get a shout out, go ahead and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Always Sunny Pod. Let's stop talking. Let's get into this episode here. If this is your first time joining us, welcome. Thank you for joining us. If you're returning, thanks for joining us again. Uh, let's go into how we're going to break this down. The first half of the episode, we're going to talk a bit more in general about how we feel about season three, episode 11. And then in the second half of this podcast, we are going to put our arguments on a scale of one to 10 and duke it out and uh put our feelings on a list that we will cross out and take care of if you will and uh you know let's let's see what happens here let's see what we think of season three episode 11 dennis looks like a registered sex offender where will it end up on the list of lists Mm. let's find out uh so this episode october 25th 2007 is when it came out directed by jerry three weeks after my birthday oh my god are you Really gonna do this every time? I, I I wasn't, but I just remembered as you said it. So yeah, if I remember next time again, I'll do it again. Yeah, we're gonna be like two months from now. You're gonna be like, that was 26 <laughs> weeks after my birthday, actually. Yeah. And then once you cross to six months, it'll be like, oh, that was five months before my birthday. Oh, yeah. so we're just gonna loop around. So it's yeah. counting down to right Donnie's birthday. Which, in case you guys have now forgotten, October seventh, fourth. Fourth. Oh my God, I can't do Quick math. maths. <laughs> I know my friends so well. October 4th, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. So this episode was written uh, by uh, Rob, Glenn, Charlie, uh, the usual guys getting the credits on here. And uh, this episode uh, features uh, a, a big Dennis conflict. There's a altercation when Dennis 
becomes enraged that he looks like a uh, registered sex offender that has recently been released from prison, but um, he's more upset that he looks that the implication is that he's fat, not that he's a sex offender. Of course, that's the part that he's insulted by. Well, he's not a sex offender. He knows that, but ever but D is like calling him fat and like D's fucking with him hard in this episode, which makes it so funny. Well, I, I think th- there's been multiple times at this point that they've implied that he's um that he's not you know that he's, oh, he's yeah. guilty of some things. Yeah. But uh yeah. Also, we also got Charlie and Frank in this episode. Let's not forget Charlie and Frank. Uh, Frank is moving out to find a bang maid. You know what, dude? Before you go, remember one thing. We had about the sweetest life that two men can have together, all right? And you're walking out on that. Charlie, you're going to have to deal with it. You know why? Because I need that bang maid. All right, fine. But I tell you what, you're not going to do very well out there without this guy. Because I may not be much, Frank, but uh, I think you'll find that I'm a pretty sweet deal once you're out there on your own. And I tell you what else. You're not going to find a bang maid because there's no such thing. I already did. Your mom. Goodbye. And uh, yeah, so Charlie's trying to get Frank back in his life. And uh, Luther comes back into Mac's life in this episode. Mac is rejoined by his father, who is one of the people that is uh, released from prison. Oh, my God, Dad. I am so sorry for ratting you out and turning you in. You weren't going to kill me. Of course you weren't going to kill me. I'm your son. (laughs) No, I wasn't going to kill you. But I'm going to now. Huh? Yeah. As soon as I get out, I'm gonna kill you. See ya, son. See you real soon. So, we got three interesting storylines in this episode. How do they line up? What'd you guys think of them? Dennis looks like a registered sex offender. I wasn't a, a big fan of this episode, personally. I don't know. I, it didn't make me... I wasn't interested until the the dinner scene, so it's hard to say. I thought the episode, the story was kind of incoherent a little bit. Um, I thought that I didn't really see how. Uh, I mean, I agree. the The dinner scene was like the best part, and I don't think any of the rest of the episode even compared. I, we did Donnie and I when we watched it together stopped and rewatched the dinner scene because it was so because it was so good. Yeah, I don't know, I, and I don't know if you caught this. But they were talked about and mentioned turkey sangria. Turkey sangria. Let's talk about what is what, that. We have no idea. Yeah, there's one that picture would've... on the table, and it looks like it's like gravy. Yeah, yeah. or even you like guys are I gonna said... have to walk me through this episode because I don't. I described I not it. Really I described into it, it. I described it as it almost looks like a pitcher of wheatgrass. Looks like a pitcher of wheatgrass, and uh, like like, like turkey gravy. Yes, yeah. but no, like he literally says, "Mother, why don't you have some more turkey sangria?" Uh, to wash your crap down, and and Donnie and I at the same time looked at each other and went turkey sangria, and like went and rewatched that entire scene. I I think that and the scene where Mac and Charlie uh, find out that he's been carrying a list, and you don't just put a man on a list. Yeah, I wrote those, those two scenes uh, are the highlights of this episode easily. Wait, not putting a man on a list—that's another good one. I highlighted Luther's list on my my notes. Yeah, Luther's list is really good. Um, can we talk about how a disgustingly fitting name Luther calls Wendell this? He says Wendell Short Eyes. That is, that is uh, a, a really 
really dark one that's like pretty subtle. You asked you asked about it, Don. You're like, what what is that? What, what that does that play? mean? Yeah. Short eyes. Okay. What I didn't I'm, catch that. Yeah, that's what I mean. It like kind of like goes over, you know, if if you're not like there's a lot of good ones in this episode that there yeah. you don't notice things like um there were some things that I noticed in this episode where, where I was like, Oh, I didn't notice that the first time. Like we'll uh, get to it. Going back to the dinner scene, uh, when Charlie clinks on the jar, uh, the at first the first couple watch arounds, I was like, ah, ha, ha, he's clinking an empty jar because he thinks it's fancy. But then I remembered, going through this most recent watch around, very subtly, that's what he was siphoning the boxed wine into. He was siphoning the boxed wine into those jars that he was clinking on. So that's like the equivalent of Charlie uh, clinking his glass. Uh, just like little things that you you notice after you know your third watch around, or I guess if you're actually attentive, probably hopefully your first. But you know, Short Eyes is a 1974 drama. It's like it's a playwright. Or it's a play, but yeah, Short Eyes is the prison slang term, straight up for a child molester. That's terrible. Yeah, <laughs> that is terrible. Clever. So or like, the, it's always sunny to. It was clever, yeah. but like. Yeah, I don't know. I never heard that term before, and it really does make sense. <clears throat> like you're saying, short eyes, but I never put it together. To me, it was always just like, oh, that's just a fucking stupid name they gave this guy. No, but yeah, it really well, is but, just like that obvious. Wendell well, is a stupid name in general. Wendell is, so. but short eyes was like a very blunt joke that I never got before, just because I never really thought anything of it. Well, with a show this good and a show this caliber, the thing you uh, got to remember is everything they write is very intentional. There are multiple oh, yeah. writers on this show where, uh, you know, at first a lot of the things I was just chalking up to, ah, that's that's weird or whatever. Like, I'm now realizing have some sort of small logistical, like, sense to the jokes behind him, if that makes sense. Like, nothing in the show is unintentional. Which is awesome, but it also bothers me because I feel like I now look into things that maybe have no meaning, like turkey sangria. I mean, that's... Isn't that kind of the point of... I'm not saying we're critics, but criticizing a, a Or, piece, like, looking deeper into a show, at least. Yeah, I guess it is. Say we're yeah. Critiquing it. yeah. We do critique it at times, but we also praise it. But, yeah, I don't know. I just... Fifty-fifty. Because now I'm I'm still stuck on this turkey sangria. Whether, like you said, is that just a fancy way of them? Like, did they just make a gravy? And because they're fucking idiots, they're like, yeah, this is turkey sangria. Like, no, it's just gravy for your fucking turkey or whatever. It. it I looked up. It's always sunny. Turkey sangria, and no one's talked about it. No, but that's why I'm saying like. It's almost like the the go to side now. Like people should almost make that the joke. Like, oh, I need it's rum ham and wash it down with my Wolf Cola. Or if you want to get more drunk, you get your turkey sangria on. Like I that think should that be a should joke. Be as to common. Me. Yeah, I want some turkey sangria. Yeah, like you know what rum ham. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like we that should, should be uh, just as common as rum ham to me. Almost. I don't know. There's some great accounts on Instagram. <laughs> there, there's two that are run by the same person. Uh, one's called it's called Box of Chowder, and uh, the same person runs this account called the Green Man Cometh. And this person does some phenomenal photoshops. And I, I want to get some turkey sangria, like, logos, you know? Maybe you got we Charlie should. Kelly on the bottle. It, it could be, like, that gross green color. All, all I'm saying All is 100. if I can commission this in any way, I am reaching out to the green man cometh. I will puke, but we should 100% try and make some turkey sangria. Let's do 
a <clears throat> like Sorry. instead Let's of do a instead, taste test yeah instead of, of all like, the drinks from sunny yeah and instead of like soaking, punch yeah instead of soaking milk, the wolf fucking, cola oh we cannot do fight milk we will, List him. we will literally die <laughs> but but instead of like soaking and like seeping like berries and stuff in the wine we'll literally put like a bottle of brandy or whatever pinot noir whatever the fuck you use and then just add turkey and just let it soak in turkey overnight have you That'd ever be seen turkey sangria? I don't know how else you'd make turkey sangria. Have you ever seen the binging with Babish episode where he I don't does? Know who that is, what does that mean? No. What are the words you said? Binging with Babish. It he sounds does, like a YouTube channel. He does, yeah, does. Uh, cooking tutorials for food and shows. Yeah, and he's okay. oh, it's not co- an HBO original. <laughs> <laughs> I, it could be like no Sundays at five. Binging with Babish, and then are you sure it's not Babish? Babish? No, it's oh, been, okay. I think it, I don't know. <laughs> 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 I'm shit now. Um, he does he does cooking tutorials for things and shows. So he's done a couple Sunny specials where he's made milk steak and rum ham. And his tutorial for rum ham, he does it like the way that it's like quote unquote supposed to be done, and then he does it like his actual fancy way where he makes like a rum like glaze and a pineapple like it make he makes it like makes really it good. nice. And then he literally like soaks. A perfectly good slice of ham just in rum and then eats it <laughs> so he does it the like the proper way but like he does the milk steak he does it that way too where he like boils steak in milk and then eats yeah. it with jelly beans milk steak Jesus. sounds better than rum ham so we should prepare all these foods and the next time the dish of the day is back in town we're we're gonna do taste tests i mean i said i'd be down to start doing youtube related like always sunny content but we for sure would have our faces out there then. Ooh, yeah, that's the thing. Do you guys want to see our faces? Do you guys care? If we Who get knows? a million subscribers by next week, we'll show our faces. My face is out there. I don't give two fucks. But <laughs> I'm kidding. I mean, I guess like we could find out yeah. if they really wanted to. Let's get back to the episode. So uh, Max's father returns in this episode, like I said. He is one of the people that was re- he's released from prison. Uh, and Mac instantly turns back into a five-year-old kid, and it is so wonderful, in my opinion. Uh, and Luther gets a job as a bouncer at the bar, to which D immediately uh, objects. Would would you get? Would you guys object to Luther being a bouncer at your bar? Yeah, he, he's effective though. You, I no was about to say. I mean, he's the best bouncer you have. For sure, the no best one's gonna option. mess with the guy who's obviously just been like really who's got like yeah. prison tats and he's a teardrop yeah. tattoo, right? Yeah, yeah and he clearly doesn't take shit. I'm, he doesn't care. No, I kind of like Luther. He's a good character. It's fun to see. I him. like Luther too. And while we're talking about Luther, it we is beyond him. hilarious how similar he is to a kid growing up on my baseball team. His dad, like from everything to like just like. Like, we literally made jokes about if this kid, I'm fuck it, I'm gonna say his name, Nick. Anyway, <laughs> if Nick had a bad game, and like, we would literally be like, Nick, like, you better get a hit or else your dad's not gonna let you have dinner tonight. Oh, like, this shit. and that. Well, and he like, better get a hit. Like, no, like, and his dad would like scream at him, like, if, like, if he was doing batting practice and like, he was sucking, like, you would just hear him, like, from the other shit. side of like the field, just like, come on, Nick, you fucking do better, Bob. Like, this oh, that, like, no. he was literally the definition of the crazy fucking dad. No. And he was the one that said, like, anytime, like, you were gonna, like, we would just call it playing catch. Yeah. Like, do you wanna play catch? Do you wanna play catch? Do you wanna play catch? Sure. He was the one, and it's a Brooklyn thing or whatever to say, have a catch. Yeah. So, no, like, Luther I'm not says that. Do that. Yeah. So, Luther says, have a catch, or so does Mac. Like, so yeah. their thing is, have a catch. 
So yeah, that, we said have that's a exactly catch. like their fucking dad too. Yeah, exactly. That's an East Coast, New York, Brooklyn, whatever thing. So yeah, we made fun of him for that. But yeah, no, as far as just like his dad just being like this crazy fucking Sounds acting like, like he's not gonna love him, like yeah, as, as like what is it called? As tough as tough love can get, yeah. like yeah. It's, it's more much tough more than abrasive. love, but. It sounds much more abrasive Only than Luther. Luther is a, a very stoic man. Yeah, he's kind of calm. It's it's almost but, it's but scary. That's part of his scare. Yeah, like how frightening he is. Is he is calm, right? Like a but bomb. when but when I would picture him acting way different towards his son in like a little league baseball. I'm game. sure. Like, he I'm explodes. sure. His, I'm sure he, he wasn't no, 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 like Luther that. wouldn't even have been at the games. He was in jail. No, I'm not going to do he that. Was in prison. But I'll tell you what we will do. Yeah. Like <laughs> I don't know. He's just he. He doesn't have a single bad line. Like, you know, watching the show and uh, getting to this point, we have the episodes where it's like, and the character isn't where he couldn't have been. Luther, every time so far, every line he has said is impeccable. Oh, yeah. Impeccable. This show is about Luther. That's who it's about. It's not about anyone in the gang. No. uh, (laughs) He's just a fun character to see, I think. Um, He wears denim a lot. You know, he's got a lot of dedication. Yeah, because it takes a lot of dedication to eat a person, probably. Oh yeah, <laughs> but that's so eating cool. their butts. <laughs> that's so cool. That's that's the epitome of Dennis. This episode, I don't know. He eats people. That's cool. <laughs> um. Yeah, they all think it'd be yeah. so cool for him to eat people. Yeah. I think Charlie mentioned it too. Yeah. Well, they they were so calm. Yeah, he says it would take a lot of dedication. Yeah, imagine so, yeah. what he could do for a bar. They were so calmly talking about like the possibility that he might be a cannibal, and they're like, yeah. I respect that. That's a good goal to like go, be in life. He could do good for our bar. It's like, what is going on? You know, the gang is has a lot. They wrong have no with values, them, but at least they have no values. But at least, uh, at least, uh, no, they don't draw the line of cannibalism. There's no, no at least. No, I mean, there's a later episode. I don't want to spoil. We'll get. We'll get. We'll there. get there. I think it's the next one that you're you're referencing there. But mm-hmm. uh, Luther and Max. It's later on. I Luther and Max set off on an adventure uh, to go take care of some folks that Luther's been meaning to visit. And I think the story for this mildly boring, kind of, kind of funny what it leads up to. Like I said, uh, them discovering that they're on that list at the end of the episode is one of the best parts of this episode. Yeah. But I don't know. What'd you guys think of the, the Mac Luther relationship storyline this episode? I like how Mac only thinks in tropes. He's like, oh, me and my dad are going to go to the Cooperstown, the Baseball Hall of Fame, just like, you know, we're supposed to do. But he, he doesn't want to, like, actually bond with his dad in any way that... Well, he never had the childhood. I, I know. Yeah, that, that's the point. And that's, that's why, why he so, goes, reverts back to that five-year-old, like, And mentality. to the 80s. He wants to live in the 80s still, all the 80s movies and 80s tropes, you oh. know. I, I just want to, I want to, yeah, I just kind of want to give him a hug. Like, yeah. Well, that's, yeah. You know, it's okay, <laughs> bud. You know, it's like you know. that's why he gets fat, it's so he can hug himself. I guess be warm. <laughs> I don't know with food. <laughs> I thought it's because he like he goes through an arc. Mac goes through the biggest arc I think in the show, and you know, Luther's one of the reasons why. It, yeah, yeah, and and we will get to that over the yeah. next uh, couple of seasons. They have an interesting. They have a terrible, horrible relationship, but for the show, great. It's a great relationship for the show. I think. Oh, yeah. character-wise, it's hilarious. It's it's one of the highlights of this episode. Yeah, I mean, I I think they were like slightly creative with the whole list thing. It just was because the it, yeah, just because it once again shows like once 
Mac and Charlie realized they were on the list, it didn't even cross their mind that they weren't going to get killed. Like there was not even a slight chance they were they like, maybe they're not, maybe he's not killing these people. Just go to the worst. Yeah. And then immediately they just like, they, not even once did they consider like, oh, well now we're a part of this. Like we're accomplices. Like we're, well, we're helping him. Like, obviously they know that, but like, well, are they justified? Are they justified in freaking out because of the way Luther? Yeah. Luther was so sus. He was not acting the way that he should be I mean, acting. They if he was doing all the things, if he was really trying to be a good person. But what I'm saying is, is they weren't freaking out when they were just sitting there driving around. That's true. Like, like assuming he was killing people. If they were just sitting in the car while he was colored, going in and killing these well, people. I mean, they had rose-colored they glasses they on. They only freaked out once they thought they were going to get killed. Yeah, like, they were never freaking out that, like, they were just sitting in a getaway car nine times in a row for him to go walk inside apartments and kill people. Well, it's it's all about that term, take care of. So, like... At first, they interpret take care of as in... It's the like, dramatic irony of this episode. Yeah, of the... They think it's like, oh, he's like actually like talking to them. And then when they realize like who's on the list, like all the people who possibly could have wronged yeah. him, then it goes from take care of to take care of. Yeah. And then it goes right back to uh, take care of at the very end, obviously. But mm-hmm. it's... It's it all comes down to like how you interpret that. So I, I think that's I don't know. Yeah, no, I I, I agree with you. It, it was the context that they were building it up on. But personally, I was thinking about um you guys ever see Billy Madison? Oh, I don't watch other shows. You don't movies. watch it's a movie. It's an Adam Sandler film. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, no, I've seen it though, yeah. Spoil it, it's like a twenty year old at least twenty five, almost thirty year old movie. At the end of it, Steve <laughs> Buscemi's <laughs> he calls up like Steve Buscemi's character in um in the movie and he has like a list of it says people to kill or something and billy madison calls him up apologizes to him and then he like takes his lipstick and crosses off like a list of people and i always think of that scene when i think of like this episode of of, of luther's list because i'm like oh clearly he killed those people so that's what luther's doing so i had that already in mind it just proves that you shouldn't <clears throat> impose uh you know stereotypes on people yeah you know maybe Bad people can do good things, and good people can do no, bad I'm saying, things. You know, that's also on Luther. He shouldn't be crossing off people's names. You don't just put another ink. man on a list. Right, right, at the end of the day, you just list. don't put a man on a list. You just don't. And like crossing it off with red ink, I get how they thought. I, that, it's easy. It's just, They're not at fault for that. They should have, like Loki. They should have called the cops. But at the, no, but at the same time, they're stupid enough to think that Luther's that dumb that he was just going to leave that type of list in the car. If he had a list of people he was killing, yeah, that's why Luther's. Fu- he fucked I don't up. think he would. But that's what I'm saying is, is, if he was killing people, I don't think he would have left the list there. So they could have easily been like, "Oh, he wouldn't have left this list here if he's killing these people." Ah, lest we forget that uh, uh, Luther got himself caught because he purchased tickets to go out of town. Yeah, and are you sure? Are you sure? I don't know. But yeah, they that's only, literally what the cops yeah. says. He says right, he but I think that you can buy to go tickets. the Baseball Hall of Fame. Right, but, but I think but some, you can buy the tickets, right? But like you can't. It's not until you actually go do it that it's like you're committing. You're you're breaking. First of all, parole, yes, right? I think that's technically you know true. I mean? Second of all, I don't think they were looking into him until they the cops were called on him. Yeah, so they were like, like I don't think yeah. they were like they would have known he purchased tickets if they didn't call the cops on him in the first place. Because they started to look into him because the cops were called, 
And then they saw no. that he bought tickets. Well, no, no, I think if you're on parole, you have to check. You have to regularly check up. Check up on like a parole hearing. Well, now we're office. assuming he's on parole. We're they assuming that was. everyone. Oh, everyone was let out on parole. Do they? Do they say that specifically? Because they just say everyone was let out. Were they let right, out pretty, on parole? You, on probation? I think they said on parole. I don't know that. For yeah, sure, when you get released from did. a prison, I'm pretty sure you you put on parole for a certain period of time. Like, I don't think they and were you released re- early. I think they no. were just released on parole. I think. Mm. Yeah, you can't leave the state because he's breaking parole. Look, no matter what you think of Luther, I gotta say it's kind of cute and endearing how uh, how it's kind of cute and endearing how her and uh, how Bonnie and and Luther both just come together for a yeah. mutual love of ignoring Mac. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the the main course of this episode, the real plot line that uh, they gave the title to, and that is the Dennis plot line. Because Dennis and Dee are wild in this episode, and I don't know how to feel about it. So uh, I'm going to go off of however you guys felt about Dee playing Dennis so hard this episode. Good. I mean, he deserves it. I was about to say, one, he deserves it. Two, she deserves to do whatever the fuck she wants to them, I feel like. She gets gets to take her shots. And when she does, it's good. It's, It's very rare, but... It's only when Dennis is so narcissistic that he is just blind to whatever's in front of him. So, I mean, it's like uh, in in The Gang Exploits a Miracle when he says when he doesn't eat for multiple days because they say he looks fat. This, he gets so obsessed with his damn jawline that he's willing to look like a creepo at a park to prove that he doesn't look fat. Mm. Do you think it's like on brand for him? It's in character to like... like that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't he know. is smart. He is smart, but he he know. will he will go stupid if his ego or any or anything about him is challenged. He'll go that low. Get stupid. Get yeah, wild. I think part yeah. of he will that and part of being and, narcissistic, you can. I don't want to say like convince yourself, but like you can easily just convince yourself of whatever you want to believe. Like like in the beginning, he was like, I can't just take my shirt off in a park. Like. Two seconds before he did it, he knew he's like, I can't do this. Mm-hmm. But then he's just like, oh, well, I'm skinny. I'm buff. Like, if I take my shirt off, I can prove that. And then it doesn't matter. I don't look like a creep anymore because they know I'm not a this sex offender. Yeah. So, like, to me, that, his logic term, is that he's because he's attractive, he can't be a sex offender. Right. That's, and I coined the term flawed logic, which, like, you can kind of justify things however you want. And to me, that's a super flawed logic. Like, why would you take your shirt off in a park and go talk to kids? regardless of the situation but he somehow justified it to make it make sense regardless of intent yeah regardless because you know you don't need to intentionally hurt someone to have hurt someone and that's the lesson we should all take home here today <laughs> but i love this sunny trope that that the characters can be so oblivious and hell-bent on proving a point that they prove the opposite point he doesn't want to seem like a, a creeper and he ends up looking like a creeper. You know, it's it's like the the gun fever trope all over again. They go so hard against something, or Charlie goes America all over everyone's ass. You go so hard against whatever the opposite is that you come running to it eventually because you realize the polar opposite of what you thought was good. So is that's why. Not good. So that's why he's so desperate to prove to prove that wrong. Yeah, he's yeah. so desperate to prove that he doesn't look fat that he ends up unintentionally making himself look like basically a skinny one yeah it is funny though it's 
freaking hilarious. Yeah. yeah. It's freaking golden. It's I get uh, it, but I don't think it's like the best part of the I'm not as interested in that part as much as I am uh Charlie trying to make a dinner for his his mom and Frank to to break them up. Like I think that whole part of the story is so much more funny and and interesting than than Dennis. the main course, than the main, the, course, the yeah. main uh, plot line. Yeah, there. Yeah. yeah, that's I, it's because there's not much payoff there. I mean, yeah, it's funny when they bring in the kid to like black to like extort Wendell. It's funny, but like I don't know. I mean, it, I just think it's great because it's one of the darkest lines that we've yeah. seen in the show, and it keeps yet, going. Yeah, but it's delivered by a child. Yeah, and he just keeps going. This show, and then really another goes line, no holds bar. Another line that Wendell says that like is so much more fucked up than like I kind of just like overlook it because it's always sunny and whatever but he's just like you're out there getting all the shit taking all the heat whatever he says he's like I'm just sitting here watching Disney Channel like he oh, just flat no. out says yeah that. Dan Schneider no yeah. that's, no I that's know like, oh. I know but like he just flat out was like oh I'm just sitting here watching Disney Channel like oh no it is a funny line and it's like they just, throw yeah they line. didn't say anything about it like yeah. they didn't just like oh you're still fucked up you're still whatever like well, that's Dennis and D one of the didn't ones care. we were talking about earlier. There yeah. you go. Yeah, that's... they didn't care about it at all that mm-hmm. he's still fucked up. He's still whatever. They're just so concerned about how it affects them. They're not even concerned about yeah. the kids in the first place. Yeah. And did you notice that that Wendell, I mean, you're, you're very much right there, but did you also notice that in that same scene that Wendell, when he closed the door, he winked at the little kid? I you was said gonna that. Ask that. I was going to be like, did he wink at that yeah. child? I, 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 that's what I noticed. I've never noticed that before, and I'm like, that's well, that's weird. Sometimes you do the thing, you know, where you know the episode's about to end, so you just go and do the little phone check. You sometimes miss some excellent jokes there at the last second. Yeah, but, but that wasn't at the end. I literally right? that asked. Was, that was like literally like the last it? three frames of the episode. That's why oh, I had yeah. to ask Donnie. I was like, "Did he just wink at that child?" <laughs> yeah, oh, no, no. I had never noticed that before. But yeah, that was fucked. I mean, I get uh, back to the the point you were making there with the me or Do- sh- uh, Donnie with. You, Adam, uh, Charlie, the the dinner scene. Yeah. I don't want to try and I don't want to throw the conversation around too much. Yeah. But um, Charlie, Charlie is is great in this episode just because his delivery of it. But when you also consider the fact that he is acting like his mother is like Frank's mistress or something. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I get why. And you're not saying, his mom. Yeah. And not his mother. Like she's not mom normally. Anymore. Yeah, because normally, normally the man stealing whore. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and then I'll just normally comes back it's to not that turkey sangria question. You know, this this yeah. scene has is like a multi layer cake. It's 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 especially funny to me because normally, when you're when when like in movies or or shows or or whatever, when like the the son is trying to break up the mom and their their boyfriend, it's not so that the the kid can go live with the boyfriend it's so that the, the kid can go live with the mom again or something you know because they want the mom back in their life but in this scene it's charlie he wants the boyfriend he wants to go live with the boyfriend again it's like that's especially fun there's a whole other layer like it, you said so it's like that makes sense Friday. yeah that makes i think it makes sense yeah, it's make like, sense it's, instead of yeah. trying to win back his mom he's like i don't care about you mom i want like your boyfriend back in mm-hmm. yeah well, I mean, they're not boyfriend girlfriend. She's his bang. Bang maid. Yeah, I was trying to be like nice. I don't know, PC or whatever. But whore. Now you want to be PC? No, 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 no. But um, you know, I he should have said ho- he should have said whore a lot more in this episode. Maybe that's why we didn't like it as much. I don't know. 
that's Frank. The, that's the oh Frank. Yes, yeah. I think Charlie said it plenty. You know, that's a connection again between Charlie and Frank being yeah. father son. Uh, Ooh, I yeah. want I want the I don't do Mondays April. Yeah, that's yeah. the only comment I have yeah. left on the Charlie Charlie and Frank uh, dinner. I do like Charlie in the whole like Charlie big chef role once again. Seasoning the stovetop. Yeah, stepping up and trying to do everything he can to make it work, but like you can tell it's not him. It's not getting done. It's not working well. And yeah, I don't know. That's classic, Charlie. We'll find out how classic it is when we come back from break. Here, we're gonna put our arguments on a scale of one to ten. We are talking about some categories that we got here, and then we are going to put this episode onto the list of lists. So don't go anywhere. We will be right back. Welcome back to the podcast, Brayden, hanging out with Donnie and Adam, and we are talking about season three, episode 11. By the way, did we never acknowledge that the dish of the day isn't here? We kind of did to some, some extent, but not really. I think that's like what we started it off with, if I can remember correctly. But We uh, mentioned that there's normally an extra co-host. Mm. So much has happened this episode, we had to take a, a break for a second there. I mean, other than the one we normally take. Yeah, uh, I took a trip. I went out. Yeah, Adam had to leave the studio for a second. It, it's, it's been a weird recording session, you guys. Thank you if you made it this far. For uh, The room is pink now. Yeah, uh, the, the room is spinning and it is pink. It used to be green. What? The, the green panels in a. Oh, yeah, we're not, we're not in Donnie's spot uh, for, for this one. So if you're still listening, thank you. And uh, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at AlwaysSunnyPod. And hit subscribe wherever you're listening to this podcast right now to get notified when new episodes come out. Coming up here, we got five categories that we are going to put uh, our arguments into, and we are going to give each uh, category a scale of one to ten for a total of 150 points between the three of us, and we will worry about the math here on our end. You just sit back and relax and uh, listen to us talk about the story, characters, quotes, overall humor, and wild card of this episode. Let's start out with the story. What'd you guys think of the story for Dennis looks like a registered sex offender? Nah. I don't know. Solid six. Six and a half, yeah. I'd say solid six. Uh, Pretty basic story, and uh, I've been fond of those if they're funny. Um, I think this story sets up a lot of uh, great character continuity and a lot of great sunny continuity that we'll come to find out later. But um, very bare-bones storyline. Yeah, it was basic. It was good. It was funny. Nothing crazy. I did like the ending a little bit. It wasn't the most crazy, surprising wraparound end, but it was just like a, oh, he was really going to take him to Cooperstown, whatever. But yeah, I gave it a six also. I do remember the first time I watched it at the end going, ah, holy shit. Yeah, like, it did I surprise me it. to some extent. Yeah. <laughs> the very first time. So, I mean, I took that into account. Um, but at the same time, you know, one of the things we've been saying here is, uh, what was it? funnier after first watch what Naf- nafta not as nafta. funny not as funny nafta yeah. nafta yeah, not, not as, as funny, funny second time around not as funny second time around is the term that the dish of the day is, yeah has brought up here a label NAFSTA. i would label this episode that for sure it is great yeah. the first time but definitely got a bad case of nafta 
uh, didn't get me this story-wise. Didn't get me this So I'm saying solid six. Uh, mm-hmm. And if you guys uh, give me any more attitude, no, we're going down to a five. No, no, no. We were agreeing with you. I don't remember. No, nope. more six. attitude. Stop yelling at him. Listen, listen. Donnie, what? You disagreeing <laughs> with me? Literally, I completely agreed. Donnie stood up in his chair. He's angry. No. I think Donnie, put your shirt back on. I get it. I like you know they're. I get the story. It spawned from they're both let out of prison, and you know other people were let out of prison. Um, and but I was more interested in like the Luther storyline and the Max storyline than I was in the Dennis storyline. So that's why I give it a six point five. Like you know, if there was a bigger payoff with like that storyline, then I would give it a higher score. But like you said, it's Nafsta. I'm not. It's not really. I'm not interested in this episode as much as I thought. I was gonna be. All right. What was your guys' favorite storyline this episode? Was it was it uh, Mac and Luther? Was it Dennis and D? Yeah. Was it Charlie and Frank? Mac and Luther. Mac and Luther. Mac and Luther. Well, Mac and Mac and Luther. But when they like, but you know, the dinner scene. That's when it all combines. But but you know who's not there? Dennis and D are not there. So I'm not, I don't care. So I'm not it's interested the, about them. I don't care about them. It's the weakest storyline. It is the weakest storyline of the season. Know, Maybe the season. We've kind of seen that where the the storyline in the episode that gets the title card isn't usually yeah. a good one. Yeah. Which I, I like that idea. I like the concept sometimes, but like yeah. Uh six out of ten, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um and if it didn't have so much sunny continuity being set up, I'd definitely be giving it below a five. Yeah. But uh we'll go for a six. Characters, what'd you guys think? Scale of one to ten. Oh, you know, we have Luther. We have Bonnie. We have um, Mrs. Mac. A litany of side characters that we love. Um, Wendell Short Eyes. Oh, uh, and then one is, that is is <laughs> undesirable. Just a yeah, the one off. Uh, I I think Dennis D. Charlie Mac are honestly really on point this episode. Yeah, I agree. The only one who's iffy in my opinion is Frank, and that's just because he didn't really? get enough screen time. Oh, yeah. That's the only problem I had with it. Sure. Yeah. I, what do you I, think about uh, D? Like, did you like her? Did you like that she was like you know pulling Dennis through one? You know it comes it comes down to that argument that we were having earlier, and I don't think we came to a conclusion for it. Where D, she's really funny this episode. I'm not you know arguing that yeah. she wasn't, but is it out of character for her to set up Dennis? No, no. Like, but she's capable of it. We've seen we see it a few times. She's leaned in on like some of his insecurities before, um, to get him to do things. So it's kind of on brand for her, mm-hmm. I would say. So I like, I like her. I like, yeah. You know. I don't know. What'd you think of D, Donnie? Um, D's actually the only character I didn't write anything down for. Um, and I'm just, I'm just indifferent on how she is. I think I did like how she acted. I like how she was the one kind of fucking with Dennis and setting him up and being smarter than him. But yeah, I didn't see many like specific character qualities that stood out to me like yeah she was kind of manipulative but other than that like i think she was just kind of there i don't know who was your guys' favorite this episode oh i would say charlie oh i'd say mac too i don't know that mac is my favorite let me let me i mine was more of who was like the most like themselves to me i guess i would say mac yeah i don't know who's my favorite character but just that that desperation for acceptance and insecurity and self like uh, doubting and all that to me, that's just like hundred percent picture perfect Mac. What's your argument for Charlie there? My argument for Charlie would have to be, I, I love that he's kind of overlooking his mother's feelings and whatever. 
Like, he doesn't even care that Frank, like, treats her like a, a literal dog. Yeah, that she's like, a straight up bang <laughs> dude. He just, he just wants Frank back. He, he just, just wants Frank back. And I think that, and he, he's kind of, like, oblivious to, he's not, not even naive. He's oblivious to that fact a little bit. And I think that it makes him a bit very funny, kind of a dick, but a little bit endearing in a way. It makes his stupidity even more endearing. Not, not so you don't you don't hate him as much. You don't hate his him because of it. Is what I mean. And we I kind of talked about that uh, when um, I did that interview with uh, Christina uh, the, at the Gangos Five Seven Five. Go yeah. follow her. Uh, where Charlie just kind of has these endearing qualities. Yeah. Where you, uh, there's a large subsection of Sunny fans that are just like obsessed with him and i think i'm in that group yeah how can you not be <laughs> how could you not be i think it's a large he i mean issue. come on he's like i mean come on it's the most like i don't have to say it like he's a failed abortion like you have to feel bad for him a little <laughs> oh, bit oh <laughs> like, my God. you have to be like oh he's trying he has a job oh nice i don't know that's a good job charlie uh i give a nine out of ten for the characters Wow. Is that ah, too high? I was gonna. I said a, I, I was gonna do a seven, but I was gonna go up to an eight after the conversation. Maybe a nine? No, not a nine, but I'll go up to an eight. I, I'm thinking my score might be a little too high. What I'm do you gonna, say? I'm keeping. I'm keeping my say? seven. Oh, so you did okay. So why'd you put a seven, Donnie? Uh, like I said, I mean, I I didn't even write anything down for D. I kind of have stuff written down for every character, but nothing crazy like i said charlie for me i just wrote down the chef charlie that was him being like classic like oh, i'm gonna step up and save the day and whatever but like clearly not the fucking hero that you need mac was desperate for the attention uh i'm i was gonna give it a six honestly but i gave it seven for all the recurring characters okay I but now that i think about it, i mean most characters kind of were like themselves but they didn't they weren't like over the top i don't know that's true. I always forget about this over-the-top factor. So uh, I gave a lot of points for the the side characters. I think I'm going to go from a 9 down to an 8. All right. I will, I will meet you down at that 8 there, Adam. Well, the phone, Mr. Oh. Braden. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm going, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm going up to a seven point five. Oh no! Yeah, I'm not Wait, going you're going up to a seven point five from a seven. Oh, you gave an eight. Oh, I, yeah, I didn't finalize my eight. Keep oh, in mind, okay. I didn't finalize this. I didn't stamp it in. All right, is that your final answer? Yes. Who is the host of Jeopardy now? Yes. Uh, That's who not wants Jeopardy. To be a millionaire? Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. They just announced a. Um, oh my gosh! Uh, why can't I think of his? Yeah, you gotta name? know. I think Aaron, Aaron Rodgers was... wasn't the permanent host. They no. signed him on for I think like Lavar Burton. Oh is yeah, really? Yes, oh, I love reading Rainbow. Yeah, uh, Star Trek. That's great. TNG. Right, anyway, yeah, uh, seven point five for, for this. Eight. I I think all the characters around they are all themselves and they all play their characters to their best strength, uh, except for, like you said, Frank. You could have seen more of him a little bit. He was just kind of like there a little bit. The way and, that and you think that you know, he just uh, didn't he have screen there. time. He just didn't have screen time. Yeah, I think if he had a little more, I don't know, maybe maybe it'd be great. Uh, characters. Or, sorry, not quotes. characters. Quotes. That's what we just did. We got quotes. Yeah. What'd you guys find this episode? Yikes. Not the only quote that I like. Uh, the only quote that I really liked that I would, I ever use in real life, if at all, is when Charlie's like, "I'm a pretty sweet deal." Like that's like, that's really the only thing I. The only quote that I associate with this episode. Even then, I I wasn't quote heavy. This not very quote heavy. 
So when Donnie and I when Donnie and I were yeah. watching this what? episode, I think that was the line I said. I was like, I was like, there's just this random line that like wasn't funny to me, but it's, like yeah. in, in that moment, yeah. in the context of Sunny, it was it funny. wasn't that one. Yeah, it wasn't that one because I looked at Donnie. I'm like, I'll bet you, I will bet you money that Adam found that funny. And I didn't going find to it funny. It. I didn't find no, it. No, the funny. quote you were talking about that you thought Adam was gonna like was the. Uh, what does Charlie say? That's the only thing I use, or that's the only. Oh thing yeah, yeah. I have he, he's he's like ah, you don't ever use this. He goes, I use that a lot. That's the only thing I use a lot, or something. He's like, like yeah, that. that's the mm-hmm. only thing I use. It's and I I didn't write it down on my list because I just I only chose that because I like it. It was the only quote that actually stood out because the because of the way he said it. It was kind of clunky. I didn't really like it too much, but. What, you're not gonna find a bang made, and then he promptly says, "I already did." Your, your mom. mom. Goodbye. goodbye. That's yeah, a, I have that that's Come good, on, man. That's a good line. Or when Bonnie's like pure, unadulterated crap. Pop your shirt off and take a yeah. lap. Both make a return. Yeah, but, but in this episode. Yeah, but you know. Yeah, but I did they let like my 100- dad out, lady? Yeah, I like that one again because of how he said it. He was like so concerned and so just like he thought she was gonna have the answer. Here's um. You don't put a man on a list. Of course. Rip it off. Do you think he memorized it? Of course he memorized (laughs) it. And then later, when they're freaking out, like 12 seconds later, he says, you don't need someone because they don't put heroin up their ass. I was going to say that line, too. Another great throwaway line. But um, all this said, I I found like only a handful. So I'm just going to go five out of ten. I did four and a half. Not good. Not bad. Yeah. Yeah, I gave those quotes a little bit too high of a score looking at my list. I didn't write that many down. Um, I'm going to bump it down to a five. Okay, yeah. I, I mean, the only quote on the There was a, there was a couple one. other that you didn't mention when he says, uh, my dad made me steal it. I'm sorry. Like about Dennis's car. Yeah. Uh, that was more of like a delivery thing. It's not like the quote itself is that funny, but he's like, I don't know what to do. Like, my dad's a criminal. Like, he made me steal it. Like, what do you want from me? He's like eager. He says, made me steal it, but he's like eager. Yeah. Is he just so eager to be with his father that he just doesn't see that? What yeah. he's that's what's going on. And then have a catch for me. Like, have I said a catch. Earlier, that's more like personal reasons and it's funny. No, for other I'm reasons, not going to do that. But I'll tell you what. Turkey we will sangria. Do. Turkey not really, sangria. What is turkey sangria? Yeah, that's not really a quote, but. I was yeah, hoping we would Do you drink it or eat it? You drink it because it's sangria. It's sangria, so I'm assuming you eat it. What is turkey sangria? I'm changing our Instagram handle. Follow us at turkey sangria. <laughs> <laughs> no, not actually. Follow us at always sunny pod. Wow, yeah. this episode is not getting a great score for me anymore. But anyways, all right, yeah. All right, let's move on to the overall humor before we tear this this puppy down yeah. too much. All right, uh, overall humor. Let me give some praise to this episode here. Go. I think there's incredibly strong physical humor, courtesy of Charlie Day. Phenomenal in this episode. Solid performances from the original four members of the gang. And Dennis plays two characters. And and yes, it's Glenn Harrington. We don't ever really see that where no. the where the characters play different characters. The actors play different characters. Uh so I don't know. I'm torn because the story was so simple that it was almost boring. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, like the jokes really stood out because it was so simple. And I've had this dilemma before. I didn't laugh until the dinner scene. This is a very, very beyond average Always Sunny episode. And once again, that sounds so negative, but like an average Always Sunny episode is still better than any other great episode of another show. But yeah, to me, like you said, like the story was basic. There wasn't any like dying laughing moments, like have me in tears. 
There's not any super memorable quotes. Mm-hmm. So I do think it was a very solid average episode, but I, other than that, I, I can't give it much more credit than that. I gave it a six for the overall humor. You remember the episode of the Fairly Odd Parents where he wishes that everyone was the same and then he finds out that because everyone's the same, no one is special? Yeah. You need to have these episodes to sure. find out where the special Sunny episodes you need are. To have it's, a- it's not a bad one. No, it's not bad at all. Just don't go out of your way to show it to someone on their first go-around, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, definitely not this episode. Definitely not this episode. Well, I I, I can't talk. I watched watched a good portion of season three on my first go-around. This is one of the episodes, though, I think you do have to know and understand the characters to appreciate the episode. Yeah, this this would be confusing if you've never seen an episode before. There's a lot of storyline, a lot of relationships that you don't know what's going on. Why is is this guy... Why is this guy trying to live with his mother's boyfriend or something? Like, it's not a good episode. You don't to understand show their relationship yet. Yeah. And then the whole, like, it's Dennis is more concerned about being fat than being looking like a sex offender and all these, like, different things. I like, they're that much funnier because we really know who these characters are. And to other people, it this, might not can, be can, as funny, I think. This is why, this is why I think I got tripped up earlier. It's because for sure, Dennis is a sex offender, but he's not a child sex offender, which I think. Don't they make the smear campaign tape in Gang Runs for Office? Maybe. Where, well, I mean, I guess, like, he, I don't know, he t- tries to talk his way out of it, but, like, there, it's implied a few times yeah. so far already yeah. in the series okay. that Dennis is... Oh, he's, is, he's for sure, like, a... Ugh, oh, no, he's, he's for sure, like, I don't know what's going on. He's for sure a sex offender. I don't know. I'm trying to... I, I thought I saw something about it when I was finding notes here, but... uh. Yeah, uh, Charlie got molested. D calls him one. Uh, in the second season, the gang runs for okay. office. Uh, they okay. make the smear tape and underage drinking national concern. Charlie says Dennis has always had a creepy thing with uh, younger girls. Oh, uh, and then all the all okay. the other references are right. later episodes. Cool. So that clears that up. I also have another question. That wasn't that wasn't really a question, but what was Charlie doing in the store? What was he putting in jars? Was that that was wine? wine. Was, yeah, he wine. says it's wine. Yeah. I thought it was tomato sauce for a second. He took. Are you okay, bro? Did you like? He took pay the box at all. It was emptied, hard to pay attention. Like I said, I was not into this episode. Emptied, until, did you watch it yesterday on four twenty? No, he I emptied, watched it right. Like he emptied right before this episode. Shh, 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 shh. Yeah, and I'm shushing you on purpose. That's I'm a, listening. That's a, that's a very light. <laughs> yeah, it's a very light. It's you were shushing me reference. while I was looking but at you, shh, like waiting for you to talk. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and you don't put a man on the list. Yeah. I don't remember what I was gonna say anymore. God damn it. What he Just put in the what he was putting wine. Oh the tomato sauce. He emptied they say that he yeah. emptied the tomato sauce yeah. so that way he could use the jars yeah. to steal the wine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Oh god damn that is you, Adam. Which to some thank extent for, oh, I don't want to say clarifying. we're just gonna give Charlie some credit. It does look a little bit better to steal cans of tomato sauce. Like I said, than it would I was not into this episode until neither they went to the to party. S- neither is good to steal. Neither obviously, is good to steal. But neither is an optimal thing to be taken. If there was from a, a gun store. to your head and said, "Which is worse to steal? What would you pick? <laughs> what would you? Which is worse to steal? Tomato sauce or a box of wine? <laughs> a box of wine or a bottle of wine? A box of well, wine. no, 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 no. He's got seven jars of wine instead of one box but, of wine yeah still seven jars of, so that's that's the question not one because obviously you're going to take the one jar no because it's one box worth of wine but i don't get it you know he works it's at a the bar amount. how does he not know 
How does he know, how does he not know how to get wine if he works at a bar? <laughs> I guess that's another fair him, point. In his head, he was trying to be discreet, I think. He's he was trying. like, I can't just carry this box of wine out, but if I put the wine in but jars, <laughs> they're not going to know it's wine. Pour the tomato sauce, so now you have like multiple yeah. puddles of multiple yeah. liquids. Yeah. And was, if they were going to I'm sorry, you, I was confused about that part. And at the end of the day, if you were going to get in trouble, <laughs> you would then have to not only pay for the wine that you're stealing, you would also have to pay for the tomato sauce that you just fucking destroyed that they can't sell anymore. The point is is I'm walking out with the box of wine, not seven jars of uh, tomato sauce filled with wine. And uh, thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Six out of ten for the overall humor. I also did six. You know, six, 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 baby. Oh, call us a little Nas X. That's relevant, right? Um, Anyway, tank tops have a drop of human blood in them. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm glad you asked about that. Our tank tops, those ones are uh, human blood free. Our t-shirts, our reason will prevail t-shirts now at the Rum, Ham, and Wildcards merch store. Now those, those have a human blood uh, drop in them. And uh, we're, we'll talk about more about those t-shirts here in a second. But first, it's time for the Wildcard Bitches! Yeah! Alright, who wants who? You know, actually, I'm going to start it out because this one's relevant. Seven jars of siphoned box wine out of ten. And you can count them. He has seven jars. Uh, I did four pull-ups for the kids that Dennis pulled off. <laughs> we only saw three, but there was one. There was time in between during the a cut scene, a cut, the, the cutaway, cutaway. Whatever. There you go, a cutaway. That he probably did a fourth, so I gave it four. All right, I did uh, five names off, crossed off a list out of ten. Okay, wasn't there twelve? I, don't, I didn't count. Yeah. I didn't count that. That's okay. This Sorry. is my list. This is my scale. This is my. He, he scale. only got. I was to just five fact checking you. you yeah. Know? No. The crossed off part could be right. Oh no! I wasn't. I I I wasn't choosing a, like a numerical value from the show. I I didn't want to give it a high score. I just wanted to give it an average score of five. I just got the uh, yeah. You know. Right. I just want to be clear that the people know that there was twelve names on the list. Oh, you counted them all? No, but it was labeled twelve. Oh, I didn't notice. <laughs> Cause that no, oh, I like checked because it was gonna be my wild card. Like I said, twelve names. Like I said, very much uninterested in this episode, as you can tell. I can I can tell you missed a lot of. Yeah, you know I'm just. I gonna don't start think quizzing you watched this show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. let's start quizzing. Yeah, yeah, you. lightning round. Let's go. What's it? That's gonna be a new segment. Instead of doing just a complete fan trivia, we're gonna have a fan on, and if the fan beats Adam in the trivia, we torture him. <laughs> I <laughs> we torture him. I'm not. I wouldn't. I wouldn't win that. I know. I just want to. Torture That's the you. point. Oh Jesus! Jesus! Yeah. Right. What? <laughs> Are we still recording? Yeah, we're still. Recording. <laughs> um, Did I say that out loud? All right, guys. We have we have cooked up our chicken parts, and we have a delicious feast of chicken scraps. Uh, and I know you guys have been holding your breath because Charlie was holding mm-hmm. his breath. Uh-huh. Seven minutes. Ah, uh-huh. uh, that would have been a good wild card. Fuck it. <laughs> Uh, I know you guys have been uh, anxiously waiting to hear where this episode goes on the list of lists here, so let's find out what the fans think first. IMDb, where 7.4. where does it go? Seven point four from. I Donnie. take that back. Seven point seven. There we go. Seven point seven. The the fans gave this an eight point one. No, fans gave this an eight point five. Fuck. This is uh They're right wrong. They're right in the up middle. Wrong. Right in the middle is number 17 for the fans. Uh, just under 2,000 votes. Tied with the gang solves in North Korea situation, the gang gives back, and underage drinking a national concern. Hmm. 
That's what the fans think. The fans we- on IMDb don't under- don't get it. We need new fans. These fans <laughs> are wrong. Kids just what are they bots? just don't understand us. Uh, but what what did we think of this episode? What are that's what we're More here important. for? Yeah, Adam, what'd you give this episode? Oh, uh, I gave this episode a solid five point nine out of uh, ten. Adam gave this episode a five point nine. Not my favorite episode. Tying his score with Gun Fever, setting this episode at number twenty six on your Ooh. list, way down at the bottom, Ooh. way down at the bottom. That's all right. Donnie, what'd you give this episode? I gave it a five point six, and I'm assuming it's somewhere near the bottom as well. Very much so near the bottom. That is number 22 on your list, tied with Dennis and D. Get a New Dad. I gave this episode the most favorable score, giving it a 6.4, tying it with The Gang Gets Invincible and setting it at number 16 for me. 5.9 is the score that we give this episode. Uh, After doing all the math here, we are missing the score from the dish of the day. And at the end of this season, we will uh, revisit these scores and change them. So when we get the dish of the day with us at the end of this season, we will get his score for this episode and we will adjust it accordingly. So 5.9 sets this episode at number 23 on our list. Very much near the bottom again. Uh, we did not like this episode is what it sounds like. But who knows? Maybe maybe the dish of the day loved this episode and he's going to give it some some points that it desperately needs. What would you guys think? I think this episode, uh, I think the season's going to finish strong. Yo, yeah, oh yeah. Why not? It has to. I think the coming up episodes are better than the one we just saw. Yeah. Now, the question is, do we do the two-part episode in, in one review, or, or do we no. break it up? We have to break it up. They broke it up, so we break it up. They make the rules, not us. All right. <laughs> I don't know, but I'd say we break it up. He honestly, said it with so much confidence. I know, I did, but I guess, yeah. I don't I know. Let's, we we're going to have to talk about this, because I might want to do it at the same time. It seems like... We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Let us know what you guys think. Hit us up on Twitter and Instagram at Always Sunny Pod. Uh, send us some DMs. And don't forget, we got the Rum Ham and Wildcard merch store if you want to support the podcast and uh, buy a t shirt. Uh, currently, I think we're going to just put, I'm just trying to see how many people are interested in t shirts. So I think we're just going to donate the profits that we make on the shirts. Everyone wears shirts. So. Yeah. So if you want to get, if you want to get yourself wear- a Rum Ham and Wildcard shirt, support yeah. the podcast. And, um, I don't know. Stay tuned on our Twitter and Instagram. Find out where we're going to donate the money. Uh, Well, maybe we'll ask you guys where you want to see it go. Either way, uh, solo.to slash rumham is where you can find all the links. And you can see this episode now on the list of lists ranked against every other episode we've reviewed so far. Coming up on 30 episodes on the list of lists, guys, is going to be an interesting time. So uh, don't go anywhere. Hit subscribe wherever you're listening to us. Thank you so much for listening. Be sure to give us that five-star review on Apple Podcasts. We really appreciate it. And we'll be back for another episode review talking about The Gang Gets Whacked, part one, and possibly part two. Rumham and Wild Cards is produced, directed, and edited by me, Braden Plegenkool. Donnie Crunkleton is our associate producer. This episode was written and hosted by me, Braden Plegenkool, Donnie Crunkleton, Adam Rothbard, 